Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. We recently joined as members and you can join too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. Join today at Podgo.co. That's Podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. When they ask, how did you hear about Podgo? Tell them Mike Check Waifu Waifu sent you. Check, Mike. Check, waifu, waifu. Tell you there, is that you? You said tell you there, <laughs> tell you there. <laughs> that one caught me, caught me off guard, but I know you love that uh, Camilla Terry man. So hey, I'll take it. It's a compliment. Camillionaire was my shit back in the day. <laughs> Welcome to episode fifty-eight of Mike. Check, waifu, waifu. So as always, brought to you by Polo and that King Teliano. We here to give you the. Uh, this week's, I guess, uh, anime. A lot of it made me sad. I kind of feel that. I kind of feel you know, that. A lot of it made me sad. But anyway. <laughs> sad, and then, sad and then like, it was a good story, so you sad? Or sad as in, it was yeah. disappointing sad. No, 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 no. Um... I'll get into that a little bit later into the show. But this is episode 58 of My Check Waifu Waifu. It's brought to you by Lube Complex. Make sure you go to lubecomplex.com and use that offer code Waifu. Also, check out gillflax.jp um, to get some dope, dope flags to hang up in the background if you're a podcaster, YouTuber, or you just want some dope anime merch to put up in your rooms. Check them out as well. Um, our show is supported by some of the best patrons ever we appreciate you guys for rocking with us and being so understanding i'm still editing our let's play for last week the after story which is our bonus podcast that's exclusive to our patreon listeners but we appreciate you all the same and um as always we got some producers producer the new producer chris kennedy shout out to you um lee explicitly d prince connor monique williams thank you all so much for supporting the show and just shout out to everybody who supports the patreon yeah we love y'all all so much (laughs) so <laughs> you know they all bought some gear too like they they've been yep. supporting us on the the teespring and patreon we appreciate that so much yes sir yes sir check out the podcast merch by going to shop.mikecheckwaifuwaifu.com we appreciate that that means a lot to us we love y'all um how you feeling till um i'm good bro yeah uh, there's one specific thing i want to talk about in terms of anime but in terms of outside of anime I'm good, bro. I'm on vacation. Yeah. I'm, I'm breathing. You you go on vacation when I come back from mine. It be like that. You know what it is, though? Is that we were supposed to line up on this because we weren't supposed to have, like, COVID or something. True. We were supposed to be going to somebody con, something True. like that. True. And, you know, this this hit America or the world, and uh, we stuck. 
We, we, we didn't get to match up like we're supposed to. Facts. And that would have been the first time in pff, years. Years we need it. But, you know, it's all the same. Ain't nothing changed. Always. You know, <laughs> brothers always brothers. Flat, flat out. Flat out. Yeah, man. Same for me, man. I went back to work. Work has been okay. Hasn't been too bad. They put in the mandate for everybody to wear masks. So I'm enforcing that. Same here. And uh, with this life. So, I mean, it is what it is. I have been playing a lot of fucking Ghost of Tsushima, bro. <sighs> and well, what you started, what, today, yesterday? Uh, yes, two days ago. Two days because ago. It came out Friday. I feel like, what, last night we was playing... Satisfactory, yeah. Satisfactory. And the day before that, we was playing Satisfactory. Bro. And then, then the day before that, we was playing Satisfactory. For those of you that don't follow me on Twitter, <laughs> make sure you follow my individual Twitter at Polo Bornfly. Follow King Teliano as well. And Mike Check Waifu. But I've been posting some screenshots from the game Ghost of Tsushima, which is like a, a Sony first party game. This game is it's the best game they have ever came out with. I love this shit so much, dude. <laughs> oh, damn. It's best so cool. game. Better than like like then the whole like Elder Scrolls Oblivion line, everything. I, that's why I said exclusive. It's the best okay. exclusive they came out with. And I'm a okay. Spider-Man guy and I love the the hell out of that Spider-Man game. But oh this, yeah. This Ghost of Tsushima, man, is it's special, man. It's special. It does a lot of things that a lot of video games probably gonna steal from. But uh yeah, just check out my Twitter. I posted a bunch of screenshots of it. It's beautiful. It's fun. It's also stressful. Very. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is an uh, anime podcast, so I guess we should talk about that. Uh, as you guys know, we're going to start off with some shows we've been watching. Obviously, the shows we've been watching has been the weekly summer of 2020 um, anime. As we discussed last week, it was a bunch of first episodes that are like pretty, pretty promising. So do they hold up? I guess we're going to talk about that right now in episode twos and threes. So. Let's get into that. We ain't going to go into any spoilers. Um, if we do, we'll warn you beforehand. The second half of the show, we're going to have some deep dives into some of the main shows we're watching. So if you're uh, if you're watching Sword Art, Fire Force, and what's the, the other one? God of High School, I guess. Yeah, they got a high school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then stick around for that. Also, we got another song. We got another song from one of our... Uh, our submissions, bro. This oh, was yeah. dope. This was called uh, "Listless" by Alex. I'm um all his information is of course in the show notes. His SoundCloud. Check out his SoundCloud. Uh, like I said, the link is in the show notes. It's gonna it's gonna be it's a dope song. I enjoy it, and I think you guys will too. So, here we go. Where were you want to start? What you been watching? Last week I talked about how. I started my teen romantic comedy, Snafu. Hey. And I finished season two. Oh, shit. That's a polo binge level kind of shit. Even though it's only 12 episodes. Yeah, it's only 12 episodes. Or 13. 13. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. But this one started off. Well, and obviously, I know season one had to crawl and walk so that season two could run and fly. Mm hmm. Season two started off off the charts, just good. It was where I wanted it to be from the Love jump. It. Season one was like, hey, we here, and we're going to work it up right here. True. Uh, season two is great. 
um, ended kind of like exactly how I expected, though. Yeah, that cliffhanger, brother. Well, also, like, you could see it coming this whole season. They're coming to that point where, like, there has to be a decision made. And they're they're fighting that decision. They're fighting that interest and what could cause division amongst the group. Yeah. Um, I love it. I, I I knew this was gonna happen though. I knew yeah. that the character Yukino was gonna be irritating in the first season, and then by the second season, you was gonna love her. I like her. She she dope. She's I like. She's yeah. You said what? She's mad decent for sure. Yeah yeah. I, I like her. <laughs> uh, Yui Yugihama. I like her too, and I do love how it almost feels like the characters are doing like a. A character switch at the end of that last yes, season, yes. Like where one shows more dominance and the other one shows a little bit more submissive side, where it would have been the complete opposite in season one. Like, there's no way that you would have initially looked at them and thought this is going to be the switch. Yes. But you see the progression through the entire second season of like this character being more upfront and like this is what I'm taking, and then the other character like I'll sit in the background and just hope it works out and it's like that's not gonna work for you sweetheart <laughs> it's that splat it's not it's that splat it's not gonna it, it, it just it's not working for her but it's i'm, I'm a little salty because climax obviously is gonna be a climax right and to me that feels like i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna be like i can't believe this shit just happened yeah that's why it's a bingeable for me that's why i'm just waiting till it's done this one I can patiently wait because I got so much fire that I'm going to talk about later. But you're absolutely right about my team romantic comedy snafu. There is a reason, okay? There's a reason why most slice of life is 24 episodes. Because that's how, just like you said, that was a perfect uh, analogy. They have to crawl before they walk. The character dynamic was built in season one. When you watch season two, you start to understand season season one a lot better. Because you're now more attached to everybody in the entire group. Not only just the main characters, but also the classmates as well. The classmates were a huge part in season one and in season two. Yeah. And, yeah. and those stories that they deal with in, in season two, spectacular, man. Spectacular. Every episode has some detail in it, bro. I was like, come on. Like, why didn't y'all hit me like this in season one? They, they, they knew what they were doing, man. It's... Y'all could have grind this out. Y'all could have gave me some shit like this in season one. It was so good. I, I enjoy season two a lot. Uh, not necessarily like my favorite season two of any anime. No, of course not. But it was definitely by far like this is this is it. I, I'm enjoying this as a slice of life. Y'all so, know. So you got I'm to not that slice of life, dude. It's <laughs> one slice of life right now that I'm in love with, and I'm gonna keep that going later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I already know what it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like. It also got to that emotional part when uh, when our guy was in the classroom and he was trying to apologize to the both of them. Yes. How did yes. That, that part? Well, didn't that hit, bro? So I was like, so here's my thing. Is that I, how I say he's the most relatable? I still agree that he's the most oh, relatable. Yeah. Some actions that he would take that I personally would never take. Mm-hmm. Um, but like more or less, like when he sit back and kind of analyze people, well, that's my entire mentality. Um, but I, I think I'm much more bold than he is, right? But uh, some of the actions that he takes, 
he he almost like it felt like almost he was forced into that corner because he is that sit back and just analyze guy. Yep. So he had to speak out at these specific points or things were just going to progressively get worse or things were going to swell. And, you know, you don't know what could happen yep. um, when he did that apology and kind of made his request. Yep. I didn't Ooh. know what was going to happen. I was like, what the fuck is his request going to be? That shit like, hit me, especially in a dub. The dub, he killed that performance in that part. Like he was you can feel it. Like I mean, both the subs was, was incredible too. That yeah, part. I'm, I'm actually. I've been watching dub. Okay. So. Yeah, but th- that's that's my favorite English uh, male voice actor right there. He's a fucking beast. I need him on more. It used to be the main character of Grimgar. Yeah. Um, but I I changed it to him when I saw my team romantic comedy snafu the way he fucking played that scene. I'm like, oh, this dude is a beast. That scene like was like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. it for me. He brought it, man. He brought it. You got the you got the cracks in his voice. He was. He was trying to like you could tell he was holding back the tears, but the tears was there for the character in the show and mm-hmm. with the voice that oh it was it was phenomenal. Sometimes they just hit with these voices and sometimes they don't. Like it, there's a lot of animation too that went alongside it because like yes. the girls tear up too. Yes. And it almost seems like their eyes have a special spark to them in those specific like teared up crying scenes. Yep. And even when oh. even when they figure out what the hell he's been doing the entire time. Like the 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 feeling of disgust that they have at him for treating himself that way too. Like this the show is fantastic. My team romantic comedy snafu is great. And I'm it's I'm sorry on myself for it taking me this long to watch it, but like it, it was worth it. It was worth yeah. it. And I'm waiting to climax is done. Fuck all that. I am not I am not watching that week to week. Um I, I, I feel like I am gonna watch Climax week to week, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give any spoilers until it's done because yeah. I kinda wanna review the entire series. Okay. Cause okay. I honestly though I am enjoying it. So it, it's kinda blowing my mind that I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Like That's I've cool. never enjoyed two slices of life at the same time. Mm. So this is like blowing my mind that I got <laughs> some I'm on like a slice of life cake right here. Like this is low key dope. Bruh. Listen. What's next? <laughs> I know, right? Man, so before we get into the week to week bag, I do want to talk about um, a show that I just finished up. It was a show that uh, that I watched a long time ago on Funimation. I was running out of stuff to watch. I just pulled it up, and it's uh, let me just pull up the title of the show again because it's uh, yeah, Teasing Master uh, Tagiyasan. Mm-hmm. I watched season one a long time ago on Funimation. I was just bored, so I'm like, let me just throw this on. It looks like a little decent slice of life. I put it on, watch season one, and I'm like laughing out loud. This is the most PG-rated anime slice of life ever. Yeah. It's super wholesome. Like, you can watch it with your family and be pleasantly entertained. But it has, it's like, I. it has the dumbest main character ever. The whole premise of the show. Not dumb. He's not dumb. He's a she's a child. He's literally a child. And I think this show is for children. He's yeah. one of those main characters that don't understand love at all. That don't understand girls at all. The girl Tagiya son is a girl that has obvious this obvious crush on him. And they explain that in season one. But her thing is, which is relatively childish as well. She teases our main character. OK, um, she teases him literally every single day while they're at school and every time he get teased, he does these push-ups to like, to kind of like work it out <laughs> and to just get better to to help him not get teased anymore. He tries to set a goal for himself, but the yeah. show the show goes through these like 
it's basically it's almost like Kaguya-sama Love is War before Kaguya-sama Love is War, but like the immature version, the kid version yeah. essentially. But, like what Kaguya-sama is like high school. This is like hey, we're almost middle school. school. Yeah, they're like middle school ish kind of. Okay. I think they're like 14, 15 years, whatever, whatever the case may be. They're just so it's so it's a sweetheart of a show, though. Like, I just I enjoyed the characters, even though the main character is a doofus. There's like so many hints that she throws so many obvious hints that she throws out of her liking him that he just takes as teasing. And I guess that's her intention. Um, mm-hmm. And I just I just I just wrapped up season two, though, and it's more of the same from season one so i would suggest not watching season one and season two back to back um but like it's it's a pretty decent show the structure is set up just like kaguya sama where it's like the versus kind of life that they got going on like them versus each other but it's like i said it's more wholesome a lot less to do with the actual relationship part of it and more to do with the teasing and him kind of being clueless to the situations but all in all it's a decent show I, I would suggest it. Um, decent show. It's like a, I feel like a four kids anime. Nah, because four kids did everything wrong. Um, this except f- for that first season of Pokemon. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, this feels more like a like if Nickelodeon made anime. Oh, you know oh, what I'm saying? That sounds bad. It does sound they made, bad. They, they they made some good cartoons, but. It does sound bad, but like this would be the the wholesome type animated where it's nothing to it but the obvious like kind of relationship dynamic. It's a lot better than that description because that does sound absolutely horrible. Nickelodeon making anime sounds like a fucking disaster. But the point is it's a it's a childish anime that's pretty wholesome, pretty family friendly and fun. I was smiling and laughing throughout it, so Okay. I mean that's not bad as long as it, it hit the the, yeah. the spot so so to speak. You it know? had nice story beats and, and great character moments. I didn't enjoy that. But uh what's next? Uh you wanna talk about Rent a Girlfriend? Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Yo, Rent a so, Girlfriend might hit my top ten if it continues at this rate, bro. <laughs> at this at this rate though. Low key though. Like Rent a Girlfriend is is great so far. I've um I have uh subscribed to the idea that or committed to the idea that I'm actually gonna end up reading it. Wow, after um, it's done? No, I'm gonna read it. You're gonna read it early? <laughs> yeah. I I'm like I hey look, I'm so sorry. That's no Yo, fun. I enjoyed these first episodes so much. Like I'm sorry. Like this latest episode with uh, the introduction of his ex girlfriend, ex girlfriend Mimi, that with Mommy Chan, Mommy Chan, that's her name, yeah, whatever the fuck. That shit, I was like, bro, I was like, hold up, like this the drama. I was ready to Rachel that, ugh, dog. Nah, for real, like, and you know me, I'm not a, I'm not a drama fan, but uh. Like that was instant, like some drama. They brought and it. then old old girl was like, "Hey, look, we're not having this. Like, not in front of me. You're not gonna talk about my Kazia. Not my Kazia. Like, she took ownership. And it's like, tell me, bro. And I'm just like, I'm 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 drawn in. I'm stuck. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. So, yeah, what are you thinking about it? Uh, this is one of the best slice of life starts I've seen in, in a while. Um, the premise of it is so fucking intriguing. From episode one to the, the second episode, it's so intriguing the way they carry out this story. It's obvious that our uh, our main character has an inner monologue that totally fucking makes sense. Everything he's thinking about, like, yes, he's he's kind of new to the relationship game, too. So he's trying to figure everything out. But like when she takes up for him, and he's just like, oh, but this chick, she's just a rental girlfriend. So if I fuck whatever this little get together is up because of this rent a girlfriend then I'm going to be literally friendless. Mm-hmm. So instead of taking that route, since I'm only <clears throat> renting her, I'm just going to eat this. I'm going to take this punch, which totally makes sense for him as a character and totally makes sense in that particular situation, even though we don't think he should have. We think he obviously should have stood up for himself as well. But right. the fact that that makes sense is what is so fucking intriguing about this show. And then what's obviously might happen next episode. Like, oh, boy. I, yeah. I also want to take a little a little moment to appreciate the animation and the Beautiful. art design of the show Beautiful. too. Like this is like wallpaper worthy. Yes. Like I uh, took some screenshots earlier while watching it. Like I know I said something about uh, my team romantic comedy snafu's eyes and they get like teary eyed. Yeah. It's beautiful. But this the entire time the eyes are like they're like drawn in these layers mm-hmm. that show so much dynamic to the eyes themselves that it almost makes everything else pop in just the eyes yeah. and then like just in general they, they pay a lot of attention to detail like one of the things i really enjoyed was that i was looking at one of the scenes where uh, kazia is talking and the like clouds are in the background and they didn't stop ever they were still moving the entire time and like in most anime i know it's such a small thing that but those clouds would have stopped you know, yeah. they, that just would have been, something been that static would, design. Yeah. And it's something they took. They took so they paid attention to it, like just making everything feel lived in and, and just there. It was it was great. It's great so far. Yeah. So uh, seriously, though, we're in the girlfriend is a. Is a big I mean, I can't say it's a surprise because it looked good from when we talked about it like a few weeks before the season started. Like, it's a surprise to me. Well, it's a surprise to you, but like I, I'm like I was looking at that like this premise seems fucking dope, and I didn't think it was gonna be this dope though. This shit is crazy, crazy. When I saw that, oh, I don't want to spoil this fucking episode too. So sorry if it's quote unquote spoilers, whatever. But when I saw Spoiler that, the, no, you know what? I'm not gonna do it. Just I, do it. No, I can't. I can't. When I when you see that the situation that happens when they see each other again. That shit is so funny, dude. <laughs> I have me dying. But Not- it also <laughs> applied pressure, bro. Yeah. Even more so. Even more so that like the pressure of them just always having to deal with that. It's yes. a very unique situation that they're in. Watch her and a girlfriend, man. I can't I can't say enough good things about that show. That shit fire. That shit fire. All right, what's next on your list? Uh, well, f- I mean, that was a that was also on my list. Um, It'd be like that. It's a good series. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, What else do I got? I didn't continue uh, Hajime because those sub subs, they're so hard. I'm going to continue it, though. Um, I can't wait to, to see what, what goes on. 
but I, I needed a break too from that. I did binge 75 episodes in in, <laughs> in the week down there, so yes, yes, that's a lot. But um, I don't know, man. What else? Uh, everything else is pretty much second man, half of the show. Bad. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, so except look. for Yuz, uh, Yuzika Chan wants to whatever. The one I said I wasn't going to watch anymore. <laughs> you watched it again? I watched it. I watched it again. Yeah, it's still <laughs> fucking annoying. I hate that girl. Leave him the fuck alone, bro. Now she's going into his job, bothering him while he at work. Won't leave him alone. Like, yo, chick, chill. Chill. Polo, Polo has experience with women following him. Listen. And the moral of the story is don't stop people. <laughs> let, it, let people breathe. Let us live. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that, but yeah. That's she. You can't stop trying to change people, man. If he wants to be an introvert, let him. Let him, let him be an introvert because he'll come out of the show when he's ready. Or he'll come out of the show with certain people exactly. or certain scenarios. That's exactly. just how life is. Exactly. Story of my life. So uh, <laughs> since since we don't really have any like more like specific anime without spoilers to talk about, you want to talk about that Facebook question? Let's do it. I don't know what this Facebook question is, so it's, it's a surprise to me. So uh, 24 hours ago, maybe a little bit over 24 hours, like like 36 hours ago, mm-hmm. I dropped a Facebook question, and basically this was just something I was thinking about. And I thought about this because how we rank and rate our anime, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking about like my, my top five, my top ten. And I was like, there's anime in this list that I didn't include that would be my favorite anime, but... I didn't even put it on the list because it's like, it's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right, quick question for the group. The anime that I hold in the highest regard, like above what I often call my favorite anime of all time, has never been included in my top five list, not even my top 10 list. But I would never argue that it isn't the best anime in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So to get to the point, is your favorite anime of all time actually on your list or do you exclude it like I do? Just interested in how people rank anime, right? I, I see. Yeah. And... There's some, like, so in my opinion, I, I feel like a lot of people actually agreed with how I I handle this specific mm-hmm. scenario. So my question is, obviously, Polo, uh, how do you feel about that? I'm the opposite. I don't, okay. I don't give a fuck what people think is bad or good as far as my, like, anime and my taste in anime. I put mm-hmm. whatever I feel is worthy of my top, hence why Clannad being my number one anime of all time. I absolutely yeah. know that anime is not going to be for everybody. I absolutely know there's people out there that probably don't don't like it. It's kind of hard if you watch it to not like the show, but mm-hmm. I still get it. Like nobody expects for somebody like me to say, "Yeah, my number one, my number one favorite anime of all time is Clannad." Like you look at that and be like, "Yo, what the what the fuck is Clannad?" You expect the AOTs, you expect the the Full Metal Alchemist, you expect the Dragon Ball Zs. I'm the opposite. None of that shit will ever be yeah. even close to my top 10. Even though I love those shows, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I love them. Never yeah. even close to my top 10. So, like, so Except I for agree. Like, that's close. <laughs> that's supposed, like, so I agree with that specifically, right? Like, how I always say, like, Shabri of a Fell Knight is my, my favorite anime. Yeah, yeah. But I don't necessarily think Shabri of a Fell Knight is, like, a masterpiece, right? Mm-hmm. And what I say is, like, so, for instance, uh, to me, Full Metal Alchemist is a masterpiece, an anime that, in my mind, is just like it was so good to me that it actually is what one of those one of those anime that drew me into anime 
it made me want to watch anime hardcore, right? Like, right, right. I watched anime anyway. I just wasn't hardcore on it. And then I watched Full Metal Alchemist. And I was like, oh, no, nah, this is what I'm going to do now. Yeah. And there were just so many different elements about it that made me involved. Mm-hmm. Like Ash Lost in Space. Yeah, yeah. Another anime that's a masterpiece. Now, might not necessarily always be in my top top five, but I don't ever think like in a moment in my life that Ash Lost in Space isn't a masterpiece. Right. It's, so like I was just saying like in more in that regard, like is there a masterpiece anime that you just necessarily don't put in your top five or top ten? That kind of like breaks that ground, but I see you just don't put it in your, your you know your top five, top ten. No, no. Um, I if if I do feel like an anime is a masterpiece, it would be in my top ten. If for me personally, even mm-hmm. though again the number of our scaling, like the objectiveness of our rating scale, varies, right? Like because yeah. again, there's shit in in my top anime that I, I don't think would be rated as high um perfect example um my uh what was it called demon king misfit academy whatever the fuck that shit yeah. called that man that shit i don't know this maybe it'll be rated high on the scale too fuck that show is great we're gonna talk about <laughs> yes. that after this question but th- this question is a tough one for me because i don't i can be brutally honest with a show and still think it's great. Like I completely understand why Shivery of a Fell Knight is in your top ten, top five. But I like the rating. I understand our rating makes sense to me, right? Like it's a yeah. seven point nine something. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, amazing. You know, it's not amazing as far as the rating goes. But the show is good to us. You know, it's great to us. Even it has elements that stand out. Right. I don't, but I don't think I have one of those. For me personally, all of the the ones in my top five are also rated pretty high. Okay, that that's what I was I was trying to see. Interesting, though, because yeah, like that's a great question. I was interested in that actual response. Now, in our group, we've got people who like, for instance, Ryan Fonte. He said it changes with my age. He's like, I fucking loved Inuyasha, but going back through it, it <laughs> is written awful. horribly. <laughs> I think the pure chaos and the abruptness of Fully Cooly. We'll keep it high on my list, and I'll always recommend it. I always said Inuyasha was my favorite, but now I'll take most season one anime over watching any episode of Inuyasha. Yo, facts. Whoa. Ryan dropped hard facts in that, because when you a kid watching that shit on the last film, Iron Reaver's Soul Stealer was the shit. Right? But, you but were, now you... Oh, my God. Sit, boy. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Kagome! That shit was awful. <laughs> Oh man, just think people still choose yeah. Nasta over Inuyasha though. Alright. Um Yo, like, what a dig. Instance, I didn't even think. <laughs> <laughs> like so like oh my Steve. God. You know, uh Hang Up Steve. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Hang Up. <laughs> he said whenever someone asks for my top ten, I give them my top twelve. One Piece and Hunter Hunter, I don't include, but anyone that knows me knows that that's one and two. That's a shit. Yeah, that's a shit. And and it's like, you know, I get that, right? Because sometimes 10 is too hard to come up with. So, like, your honorable mention might be something, like, that is just too good to not place anywhere on this list, but you don't necessarily know where you want to put it on that list. AOT for Uh, me. Right, exactly. Like, like Attack on Titan, amazing manga. uh, Amazing show. Apparently amazing anime. I don't really remember anything after season two, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, a good, it's good yeah amazing series right and 
a lot of people are going to put in that top five because it does deserve that place. Like 100% deserves yeah. that place. Uh, but you might not know where to place it. So it just kind of falls into that honorable mention or your top 12 because you don't really know where to put like the top five. Top Facts. six because you don't know where to put it, you know? Facts. What else you got? Can't hear you, brother. Yeah. Oh, I said what else you got? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I mean, I got more people who, who made some comments. Uh, like Dion Brown said he excludes his. Um, excluded while it's a great story. Watch for me. It's not in my top favorites. Mm. Christopher Goodwin. He had a nice one. Good you know, Christopher Goodwin, his favorite is Cowboy Bebop. He says, I feel that way about Cowboy Bebop. I love that anime. It's my favorite bar none. Is it in my top 10? No. Mm-hmm. For this reason, it's one of the few animes I consider to be pure art. So he's saying like pure art. Like he loves the soundtrack. He loves the story elements. Like, yes. come on. None of us can say Cowboy Bebop didn't have a great story. Facts. None of us can say Cowboy Bebop didn't have great like art for its time. No, none of us can say Cowboy Bebop didn't have like great music. Truth. Like, Everything about Cowboy Bebop put you in the element for what it was. And the, what it was was something that was like, I mean, it was known of at that time, but there was never really a true, really good representation of this space cowboy, like Western, almost like anime. Yes, yes, um, yes. So like he's saying basically that there's there's so many different elements to it that made it great. And then he says, our favorite anime may not be the best, but they're the best for us because they resonate with us on an entertainment, exactly. mental, spiritual level. Yes, that's it. That's the answer. That's my answer right there. What he <laughs> just said is my exact answer. That's exactly how I feel. Like bar none. Um, I don't, but like I said, I don't, I don't look at whatever everybody else's anime is. I don't look at what everybody think about what my top five anime is. I, Cause I truly, I don't care. Um, of course. <laughs> but what's mine is mine. And what's yours is yours. And what's theirs is theirs. Like that's, that's how I think it should be viewed even still um but bro that that's a beautiful answer cowboy bebop is another is one of those ones like you can't deny it like yeah it's like cowboy bebop trigun trigun for sure those are just like some series that are ramoni king master yeah masters masterfully done might not be on your top five top ten but it definitely deserves recognition because of what it did historically yes sir Yes, sir. Not a lot. Not a lot in sight. <laughs> <laughs> now you said you want to talk about um, Misfit of Demon King. Man, right? listen, bro. This one, man. Asterisk War who? Irregular <laughs> high school who, bro? Listen. Oh my gosh, I like this one way more than it almost. Listen, I'm putting it up there with Overlord. It's up there with Overlord. I'm doing it. I don't care. I love it. It's fantastic so far in just these three episodes. It it straight up gave me like the Asterix War, Chivalry of a Fell Knight um, vibe this episode, especially because they gave old girl, spoiler alert, gave old girl the Phoenix Cloak. And I was like, so she about to have fire powers and shit? Like, yeah, that was, yeah, that was obvious now, from day one. Now, that was just funny just in general. But like, I love the like dynamic because there's parts of the story that are unveiled from actions like just yes. that he takes, right? So like he took an action where there was someone that should have that should have known him who doesn't know him. <laughs> so he takes an action to kind of find out why and it kind of unveils someone who may have been a threat. But they also talked about that in the previous episode. That's They're just giving I'm more information about it. Hey, bro. 
Yo. The storytelling, that's that's exactly where I'm where I am with this, because normally for these, you expect it to be mindless. Right. You expect it to just turn off your brain and just chill and watch some cool action because it's an overpowered right. character. And you just you just here for, for to see his OPness. Right. <laughs> um, but no. <laughs> <laughs> like, Pause. Pause. <laughs> oh shit go ahead go ahead but no this one actually has some detailed story beats that are like hidden obviously the shit that plays in the background obviously and the whole misha and sasha dynamic man like that shit is crazy bro Mm -hmm. uh i loved how when like uh she had her breakdown sasha had her breakdown and uh quote unquote yeah, and and she didn't have her demon eyes on. I thought about that because they talked about how she was unable to control them. And, and the moment he said it, I stood up on my chair. I'm like, yo. I was like, that's what I was talking about. Yes. Right? Yes. I was like, yo, like, let's be real. Like, that's an element that people don't think about when they write in the story, but yes. they thought about it here. And it's very simple. I'm not trying to hype it up, but it's it's something that you don't expect. You don't expect as like someone who is just reading for your or watching for your author or writer to necessarily point that out specifically, right? Yes. It was just a good moment. Like those are the moments that I'm looking for when I'm when I'm watching something that kind of make the develop the story develop the character a little bit more to let you understand that we can see this and that they're paying attention. That's why Fire Force resonates so so well with us because they do a lot of that in a bigger, more massive scale, obviously. Mm-hmm. But this, when this, when I saw that this show had that, I'm like, yo, man, what the fuck? Are you serious? Like, the whole fact that this dude is whoever, whoever this dear demon lord is, Thanos, doing no, we know our oh, guy, the other Avos, one. what was his name, Alvos Delvari, Delvari or some shit like that. Yeah, the fact that he's doing what he's doing as a villain, and we still don't know shit about that yet. Just like the main character is so intriguing on top of the story between Misha and Sasha, on top of the the fucking just his power, man. It's so special. It's so special. And he's 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 a likable. uh, He is. He's 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 not really a villain. No, they want him. Right. He's a demon or they love him. But he is a likable character. He isn't like he's overpowered, but he's not like obnoxiously like he doesn't show it in an obnoxious manner he's like the most obnoxious, egregious, yeah the most obnoxious egregious method he took is when he kept finger killing dude like yeah like, yeah, yeah. Like, that was the most obnoxious I was like damn that's fucked up but everything else he does is like yo i'm the demon king and i should just be a dude i want to and he does it and it's like that makes sense yeah. <laughs> he should be doing that right he came out yeah. of that slight spoilers but he came out of that room and saw what he saw when she was down there he's like i already started fixing that when I when I saw it, like that's it's not a problem. I'm not worried about that. Like, I'm, just, I'm right. like, yo, this man is a fucking G. He's a G. He's the, he's he's dope. Um, I'm I'm more and more excited to continue this series. Yeah, and I don't I don't see how if they continue like down this path, like this is a, this is what I kind of was hoping for. Like, there's yes. so much. There's just so much good stuff going on right now in the anime world. I appreciate it. Facts, there's man. So much we needed going it. on in the world. <laughs> we needed it, bro. We needed it so bad. Oh man, uh, we needed it so bad. Is that it? I think that's it, right? 
Yeah, before we get to the spoiler alerts. Yeah, let's uh we're gonna take a quick break, but before we do that, we're gonna give out some recommendations. I'm gonna go ahead and say my recommendation is going to be uh Yeah. It's gonna be uh teasing Master teasing. Tagus, huh? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and watch that. Again, it's if you got nothing else to watch, which you have plenty to watch right now, it's on Netflix, dubbed or subbed, um, both seasons. It's a good show. It's it's a, yeah, it's a good show. It's a good show. If I had to give a quick review, because we this is one we're never going to review, I'd give it a hard 7, 7.5. So, check I mean, it out. Better than some other stuff on our list. Absolutely. Well, Wait, not really. It? No. Okay. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> no, it's still below uh, Dr. Stone. But speaking okay. of that, dude, that's one show I always forget the fuck about. I... <laughs> That shit does not cross my mind until I see it on the timeline, bro. <laughs> I just, I gotta be honest. Oh, I forget God. that shit exists. Um, but yeah, that's my recommendation. What's yours? My recommendation is Soul Eater, um, mostly because it has me slandering fairy tale consistently. Um, <laughs> dude, that's not hard, dude. Come on, man. <laughs> it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just, I don't ever see any Soul Eater love. Like, and I'm, I'm literally saying this, like, watching. Uh, Fire Force makes me kind of miss Soul Eater and I need like a season two or like a, a reboot or something because it like it deserved a better ending. It deserved a better ending because everything up until that ending was great. You talked about that in our early episodes of this podcast about that ending being wiggity. It just needs more love and I, I'm, I'm about to rewatch it actually because I think it deserves it and I'm about to talk about it. Alright. I might toss it on just because Yes, it's a dub out there somewhere. Of course it is. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll toss it on. Because if it's, I mean, obviously it's better than Fairy Tale. If I can get Fairy Tale 150 some episodes of my fucking life, you I can go watch some 51. Easy. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. All right. Um, we're going to take this quick break and we're going to come back with that new segment. Um, get to know my check waifu waifu. So this week is Tell Turner Road to Roulette. So he's gonna roll the roulette, and I'm gonna ask him the question. He gonna we both gonna answer that question and go from there. But this uh, this show is also, I mean, like, we love y'all so much. Thank y'all so much for listening. I, like, stick around though. If you watch Fire Force, if you watch God of High School, if you watch Sao, which I hope you have, um, and ReZero, ReZero. Hold on, how the fuck didn't I say ReZero? I didn't forget about ReZero. I definitely did. Um. Not in a bad way, but we'll be right back. Take a listen to our guy, Alex. Um, he, submit, he submitted the song Listless for us to play during the break, and this shit is incredible. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Enjoy the song. We'll see y'all back relatively soon.
And welcome back to episode 58 of my Check Waifu Waifu. Is that you? Thank y'all so much for rocking with us. We appreciate it. Hey, do us a favor. Make sure you like, like the video on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast or wherever you're subscribing to podcasts at. And leave a rating for us. We greatly appreciate that. That means a lot. Helps the uh, podcast get more listeners. And uh, follow us on Twitter at MyCheckWaifuWaifu. Or Waifu. Just one Waifu. Anyway. The, here is the new segment. Get to know my check waifu waifu. Um, it's tell turn to roll the random number generator. If you guys that don't know, we have a random number generator and a list full of questions. They're all questions from, they vary from our personal life to anime questions to, to what's your favorite color. It don't matter. They're just all random questions. Um, and we take turns rolling the r- random numbers and we both answer whatever question we get. So tell if you do me the honors. Eight. Question eight is what anime character is most similar to you in terms of personality? Huh. <laughs> I think we were just talking about we this. We kind of just talking about that. Um my boy from my team romantic comedy Snafu. Like I feel in sync almost. Yeah. With him. Like the only only thing, like I said, that I feel as I, I'm a more more bold person than he is. Mm-hmm. But in terms of everything else, like sitting back analyzing people, I don't mind being the martyr if I have to be. Um, I don't mind people disliking me if I'm getting the best out of them, you know? Yeah, so true. like I kind of really enjoy his character because I feel a, a, a correlation between us and uh, a, almost like a kinship, I, I would say. True. Um. What character in anime would you say is brutally honest? Uh, Kenpachi. That'd be me. Kenpachi from Bleach. <laughs> I guess I don't. Yeah. I don't remember Bleach in the slightest. I've seen, like I said, a few random episodes here and there on Adult Swim. I didn't watch the whole thing all the way through. Sorry, uh, about that, Mike. I know that's your shit, but. Whoever is the most brutally honest character, that'd be me. Um, or yeah. whoever just don't give a fuck, that'd be that's, me too. Yeah, that's Kenpachi. Oh, that's me. That's fucking yeah, me. Kenpachi, he he's like the the strongest dude ever. Oh he's shit! Like, well, there you go. But he also like, hey yo, I'll kill you, and people are like, nah, you're not gonna kill me. All right, well, you're stupid. And then you, you know the whole the whole thing. Yeah, whoever does that, that'd be me. Uh, Cause I literally don't. I if I don't know you and if I don't like you, I don't. Not if I don't like you. If I don't know you, I just don't care. I literally yeah. don't care. I don't care about a lot, even if I do know you, some people. It'd be like that sometimes. That's kind of terrible, actually. I don't think about it. Damn. I mean, there's, there's worse things in the world. Yeah. I'm that's awful. Not, that's not bad. That you're not. <laughs> you know. No, like, but yeah, that that. That's my that's that's my question, my answer to that question. What a great question, though! Holy shit! Holy shit! Okay, well we're gonna remove that question. Um, you, yeah, I'm removing it. Well, you could just delete the whole question and it'll it'll fix the list itself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Let's so, uh, get into these spoilers. This part, this half of the show, we're gonna get into the spoilers of some of the big. Heat this week, obviously God of High School, Fire Force, Sao, um, Rezero. 
the thing about this though is again we said this last week we're going to continue to say this every time god of high school literally comes out <laughs> it comes out the day after this show is recorded we record on sundays the show drops on monday the not our show the god of high school drops on monday but the podcast yeah. drops on tuesday so we're technically i guess a week behind but we're really not so keep that in mind when you're listening to us talk about god of high school we're going to talk about episode two um which is uh <laughs> them motherfuckers throwing hands hands the hands, star- hands the start of the <laughs> the start of the tournament um episode one was the whole free-for-all thing and then episode two is the start of the tournament we don't really see much other than like our main characters or the main characters they want us to see kicking ass mm-hmm. um which i i, I kind of wish it was like not rushed like that i kind of wanted to see some of those actual fights play out but i guess they got into the meat and potatoes of the episode which yeah. was uh the tai chi dude which whose name i don't know i don't know anybody. jen mori okay no jen mori is our main character oh you talking about what's his name howell i guess yeah do i i don't know anybody in this show yeah i think the villain name was like howell or something like that he was fighting the other guy that does tai chi too like the structured proper tai chi yeah regardless they fought he got his ass whooped by the dude with his arms wrapped up. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, so dude with his arms wrapped up though. Like, so what? He got he was fighting the monk dude at first. And he the monk dude was like, Hey yo, you you gonna want to use your hands. That's so what like, I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. That, him. Okay, yeah, I don't I don't remember his name. I don't but know monk, what he's uh, Garn. Garn his name is. Okay. But he got his he got his ass handed to him. Uh, Straight up. Because he was expecting to go in there and fight without hands. Or fight dude without his hands and think that he was gonna win this fight. Um, dude put out one hand on the monk and just started like, all right, let me show you what real what real hands look like. It was crazy. Like yeah. I'm kind of interested because clearly these can't be the most powerful people in the show. Straight up. Um it also brought up that whole comparison thing you talked about again. Yep. Where uh they they all tried to pin Jimori down and it was like who did it better? It's like, come on, man. The episode been out for five minutes, bro. Five minutes. <sighs> this but and Twitter, bro. My my favorite part of this episode wasn't actually any of the fighting. It was more or less like after the fighting was done, and uh, what was it? Jim Mori accidentally lost girl sword. Yeah, yeah. I that was like that was, that was pretty part. interesting. Yeah, that was the best part for me because it gave us backstory on the characters. It yep. gave us. Just kind of some stuff to look forward to. Like ability. Yes. And it made it, you know, just something to attach to. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that part. Um, the hands was dope, though. Like, I love the actual animation for the fighting because everything just was fluid. Yes. Yes. We talked about this last week, and I'm going to talk about this again. The show animation outside of the fights is fucking just not great. It's actually... Yeah. It's actually almost slideshow esque. It's kind of, it's it's crazy. You could tell where they put their efforts into, and it's it, it shows. Those fights are some of the most beautiful fights I've ever seen play out, probably in anime. Um, but I, I so far, I've still seen like better fights in other anime, like for sure. Right now at this particular point, but this shit does look gorgeous, man. As far as that goes, this this show is great for the uh, um. 
the people who didn't like Hitori Noshida. Yeah, exactly. Or who don't fuck with that Baki art style. Like the show is great for them. I think it's I think it's like mindless fun, to be honest. I don't well, think you have so to far. Yeah, so far. I don't think you have to really worry about plot too much. And there is some, even though it seems fucking real flat. Like it seems yeah, real like, flat. Jin Mori just wants to get a re just wants to fight the strongest people. That's yeah. that's every fucking shonen anime ever. That's Goku. That's exactly. <laughs> so I I don't know. I do want to know who the who these uh these Mujin badasses Park. are. Mujin Park is the dude who was like, "Ayo," and then smashed an island with his hand. Yeah, wasn't even there. That like that. Yeah, exactly. That's who I want to learn about. Yeah, I want to know who are you and like what is the reality of all of this. Like, what what's the even facts. point of anything if you can just do that? Yes. Like That's... you ending wars, bro. You smashing islands with your palm. Why does that even, even exist in this world? Is my question. Because everybody throwing actual hands. Yeah, they got this nanotechnology that keep them healed and shit like that and repairs them. <laughs> she did break Jim Mori's neck, didn't she? Yeah, she literally <laughs> broke his neck. But <laughs> uh, I do want to know what what's going on with this guy and why the fuck he has Dragon Ball Z powers like Cell. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's like to me. I'm I'm good hate for this, but I'm Kimpachi, so I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think the show is that good yet. The show is being held up by animation alone. Yeah, and and, and people who read the story. And, right? Okay, people. yeah, that's true. There um, are people that that read the, the webtoon. Yeah, people who read the webtoon are hyped for this already. Yeah, I'm just kind of um, like, it's not that all. It's bad. It's not bad at all. It's not. Bad by any stretch of the mean. It's just yeah. it's not that good. It's like this would have been I a shrug. webtoon that I I couldn't start this with two episodes or two two chapters. Sounds. I would have needed I would needed like twelve to see where this is really right. Good. Yep, and that's what a perfect fucking way to put it. Because like you'd be like, okay, if the, if it started how this started, then you're like, okay, okay, that's fine, it's cool. Okay, what's next? You know, right now I'm not I'm not intrigued. Well, I am intrigued, but that's about it. I'm just intrigued. It's not even a necessity for me to even watch, to be honest. Yeah. So uh, these other joints. These other joints, yeah. That's uh, I talked about Soul Eater, so I kind of want to talk about Fire Force. Let's do it. All right. Um, Fire Force is a gem. <laughs> so, it is a, a beauty of a series, and this most recent episode. <clears throat> I'm sad I didn't get to watch both the sub and dub like I do every week, but that's um, okay. I'm sorry too. I didn't watch the dub, but I watched the sub and it's, it's I love the sub out right now. I love the what's her name? Inca. Like, so Inca is the new pillar that was talked about in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. And she is this person who essentially didn't have powers to begin with. She never awakened to powers like anyone else, like the other people did. She was abnormal from the jump, basically. Yeah. And kind of how she acquired her powers was there was a, a fire two years ago, which I think is the Great Cataclysm, they called it or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 250 years ago. Well, there's no, another no. fire, Great Fire, two years oh, the, ago. Oh, okay. I know what you're saying. I'm sorry. You're still talking um, about Inca. My fault. Yeah. 
and she is basically in the middle of this fire and she is like freaking out she just thinks she's gonna die and she decides that you know what no i don't want to die here i want to live and that will almost like and she inherits this power from the will itself right yeah and she can like smell the ley lines and see the ley lines of where the fire is going to start and that shit itself is like okay that's pretty dope you know you can see where the fire is coming she dodges a, a ley line of fire and it's like okay you, you know where fire's gonna start at but when she awakens as one of the pillars one of the adola links or adola adola in general she can now start an end of fires so she draws a line from where the fire starts into where it ends her character itself is not re- necessarily relatable yeah not at all but it's still like interesting right like she her whole goal her whole idea is she just wants to be she wants to get a thrill yeah and that's what worried me was seeing that she was a thrill yes. seeker me and too. thinking like oh she's gonna join the fucking white clad but it's also like i don't think she's gonna do that i think she's gonna join joker and his squad i mean to be honest i'm not a big fan of people of of, of characters who's who written who's written like I'm just a thrill seeker, so that's why I do what I do. That that's not motivation to me. That that is lazy, um, to be honest, in my personal opinion. But but the way Fire Force does the storytelling, I know, I absolutely know there's more to her than just that. Like mm-hmm. she's not just some simple thrill seeker, like the ladies lazy writers in anime like to do. No, this is this is somebody who's layered, who's probably damaged who's fucking i mean obviously obviously we know where part of her damage came from exactly that fire yeah so like i can't wait to see how she builds out yeah i don't think she's gonna join joker um i do think she's gonna not join the fire force team until probably the end of the season you think she gonna gonna wait it out the whole season she's gonna be ironclad she's gonna be white clad or whatever the fuck they call it She's gonna really? be brainwashed. I got a feeling, yeah. And she's gonna be a problem for our team. That's my personal thought. Um, yeah, she's gonna be an issue because f- from the way Shinra came up, which again it threw me off because I do not feel like Shinra, with the way he is as a character, would say stuff like, "I'm here to take you into custody." Yeah, like that didn't that didn't seem like Shinra to me. Really? Yeah, no, he doesn't. He never said. I don't think he's ever said that. Well, I don't think he's ever ha- had to actually take someone in, though. I mean, he he's fought villains before, obviously. Yeah, but the, most of the villains they fight are like, "Hey, yo, let's let's destroy the core of this infernal demon," or, um, "It's my brother, and we got to get him back." Shinra's a hero. He's a hero. He's a hero. In custody, would yeah, a hero wouldn't take someone into custody necessarily. Not there. You, you see what I'm saying? You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. So I that you. that did again. That didn't feel right to me. So I, I'm watching it, and it, I did the thing that uh, you know all black people do that that face they make. That what? You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. you, y'all know what face I'm making. One, two, I'm gonna count to three. Y'all gonna make that face with me? Do what? <laughs> One, two. That what? Like no, that Waka face. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that that's the face. Like okay, why would you 
I'm here to take you into custody. And the moment he said that, I'm like, oh, shit. And then she said she said something about that, like, right after I said, oh, shit. Because that's going to lead her to go towards the white iron, white, white claw, whatever, white claw. <laughs> what they call it? What did I call them? White the claw. white claw. Man, I've been, I've been Avon late too long. I'm um, just going to say this real quick. Yeah. Connor just texted me and he said, hmm, and a girlfriend's kind of good, dude. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> it's, I don't think he's listened to our uh, episodes recently. He needs to listen to our episodes. Right. Yeah. Um, now, I did want to say one thing I did enjoy, though, was that. So second episode, we saw that woman who kind of manipulates anger and, yes. and fear inside of people. Right. Yes. Um, who is different from the woman who controls like electricity, which is able to control minds through like the electricity and synapses in right. the brain. Right. Um, which is actually a pretty cool difference, right? She goes, mm-hmm. the one goes through the adola itself, right? Um, but we found out in the beginning of this episode that basically she is one of the pillars mm-hmm. and she's not with the white clad either. No, she's not with the white clad. We don't know if she's with Joker. Right. We don't really know who she's with, but she is one of the five pillars and she's one of the people that they need to kind of get what they're going forward, like, you know, push forward. So she's this show's this uh season's Joker. Yeah. That third party that's that's here to observe. Mm-hmm. They have their own motivations that we don't quite know yet. And we still don't know Jokers to this day. Um, which I think we will know the season, obviously. But yeah, um what the fucking uh what they did to that her friend her that they like oh they blew his whole back oh, his whole everything back I couldn't even get the words out I wanted to yo, say yo that that shit right there that was like oh this is what fire force is on this yeah this season yeah well, he oh first of all that whole that whole moment where oh what's his name you know, I don't even know his fucking name the black dude from the white clad came through yo, yo. <laughs> why is he so ruthless yo yeah, should have called him. Should have called him a gorilla though. She was funny. That she was kind of racist though. <laughs> yeah, no, it was his name Charon. Yeah. No, first of all, that when he blew dude back, and then when he was fighting Shinra, uh, he did give Shinra the hands. Mm-hmm. That was savage. He was like he one, two, three, four. It was like get him one, two, three, four. Overpower him, and he went boom. And then the hardest moment. This dude said, walk. And he walked, <laughs> boom, boom, each step was an explosion. Boom, I'm like, yeah. hold up. Who is this dude? There, Who are you? I always have to watch Fire Force on my computer with the headphones on. Like, I can't. There's no other way for me to watch this show. It's that so good. That shit was hard. It's so that, good. That shit was hard, bro. I can't stand how good it is. Because I have to watch it week to week, and that fucking blows, bro. Blows, bro. That's, that's exactly... That's exactly what I wanted to say earlier. Um, when I'm at the start of the show, what's making me sad about the season is that I have to watch these shows week to week, and it's fucking driving me crazy because every last one of these episodes ended in the fire cliffhanger, bro. Mm-hmm. Run a girlfriend, fucking fire force, fire force sword rezero art sword art, bro. They all ended in crazy ass cliffhangers, like. Did we just meet the witch in ReZero? Yes, the fuck we are about to. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh, bro. 
Let's transition so, to ReZero, bro. Let's all right. Let's do it. Um, ReZero. We still have no idea where Rem is. Yes. Uh, well, we know we where know Rem it. Is, we have no idea where her mind is. Right. Right. Um, that's all we care about is Rem. So that's all we we keep saying. Like. <laughs> Um, Yo, now Twitter's still. I'm sorry, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter is so funny. Everybody's talking about like nobody gives a fuck about Amelia, like at all, at all. For what though? Why would you? Why would you care? She's she's not Rem. No, she's not. Not even close. Now, I do love that we got to see Beatrice again. Yes, she's and lovely. I suppose she's lovely. <laughs> but she has a connection to the sins. Yes, I think she's one of them. That's what I was thinking too. Like, which one would she be? Would it be Sloth? No, because she doesn't ever really do anything. No, Sloth was actually was 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 the other dude. Was Beetle? Um, whatever. Fuck. Yeah. I called him Beetle. Would she be Pride? Which one would she be? That could be it. Um, no, Pride was the other dude. Oh, you you're right. You're right. Fuck. I don't know. She has a connection to these people. I want to know what it is. I want to. Uh, uh, and I'm so for the of, sins yeah. because and and I think this is what was so important about her in the first place is that she had the books in the beginning mm-hmm. and those books like since the first season right she was the like master of the books right and these sins they all have a book that they carry that carries their doctrine and their information who mm-hmm. what they believe right and she has to be she's connected and intertwined with that. And I think that the way she is like, the way she views it is that obviously um, they've been corrupted by the books that they've read or something like that. They may have been the same as Beatrice. Yeah. Like the one thing about re zero, like I can put theories out for fire force. I can put theories out for everything. I cannot put a fucking theory out for the show. We don't, it, we, I just we don't even know. know. <laughs> like you literally just don't fucking know what's going to happen in re zero. Him being lost in these woods. Oh my god, dude. Seeing the witch. Seeing the fucking witch just chilling. Is he asleep? Is he dreaming right now? Is he dead? He could be dead. This could be uh uh returned by death. Like I don't I don't fucking know what's going on in this show. And it's so good. It's so good. It's so worth it. Good. Every second of it. It, it's worth because you okay. Let me rephrase that for the people who haven't watched S, uh, ReZero. Why are you listening this far into the show? Um, don't spoil the show for you. This show is spectacular from from zero to twenty four or zero to sixteen or fifteen. Director's cut. Shout out to Scuba Steve. Um, <laughs> oh, and I do want to make a correction. Isaiah does like ReZero. It was another show that he didn't like that I'm not going to mention. So I remember last week we said that Isaiah didn't like ReZero. Okay. We had that mistaken, or he had that mistaken. It wasn't ReZero that he didn't like. It was another show that we like that he doesn't like, but he didn't want me to put him on blast. So I'm not going to do that. I'll tell you okay. after the show tell. All right, bet. <laughs> but <clears throat> shout out to you, Isaiah. We appreciate you. But yeah, no, ReZero is fantastic. What's going on with Roswell? And why is it so hard to get to the sanctuary? Well, so the elves are already hidden in the first place, right? So True. I think that's kind of what that is, is that the elves are hidden here for a reason. Do you remember a relationship 
or them mentioning anything about Roswell and the elves, though? Mm-mm, but he if I'm not mistaken, uh, Roswell has elven-looking features. Not really? saying he is an elf. I don't remember. Yeah. He, he's got, like, the elongated ears. That's it. Oh, you're right. I think you're right. But, I mean, there's also, like, people with cat ears and shit in this world. So, like, obviously, things are different. I'm just saying, That's a good you know. One. Yeah. And Puck. Puck is a thing. Yeah. Damn, man. I don't know. This... You, you can't you think you know in ReZero you have no fucking idea no idea no idea dude it's great man who, who was it that just got well it was Scuba Steve who Scuba had Steve. got like the episode 14 and 15 and was like yo damn <laughs> oh yeah you, you think you know and then shit just hits you hard bro I love Rim I hope you keep watching it I wonder how far he got is he doesn't do threads because he's scared of spoiling stuff cause that's how I'm he sorry. got the name spoiler Steve but I really, um, yeah, I really hope that it continues and I want to hear his thoughts like for sure. Definitely. I loved, I love watching Crystal's thread. That shit was a treat. <laughs> Yo. Cause you know everything that's happening yeah. right? in your mind. You just like you right there with it because you know what's I, happening. I just been, I, every time she would tweet <laughs> something, I'd just be wanting to say like, oh yeah. Okay. Like. But then I feel like that'll spoil something, so I just go ahead and like it. I'm like, you know what? Let me not say anything and let me let her continue watching it. But, man, her her feelings, her emotions during that thread was my emotions when I first watched it. I've seen ReZero, I think, four times in the last, like, two and a half years, bro. It's been crazy. I watched the subs, obviously, first because that was the only thing they had. Then I watched the dubs when that dropped, and then I watched... I think I watched the subs. No, I think I watched both the subs and the dubs again, and then the director's cut. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, man, this shit. I watched the the subs three times and the director's cut once. Yeah, I it's so good. It's so good, bro. I can't. That series is fire. I, I'm I'm I can't wait for more. I agree with you. It's so hard to watch week to week. Why would I do this to myself? But God it's too good is to not watch. Killing me, man. If I didn't have this podcast, bro, if we didn't have this podcast, I would not watch this week to week. <clears throat> I would have to find something else to tie my time because this is so hard to watch. You'd be sitting at home like they had episode five. Yep. And I could <laughs> I would have been perfectly fine, bro. I would have been perfectly fine. But now that I'm in like now that we're in like this podcasting world and the Twitter. Yeah. You'll get body with spoilers. <laughs> body. <laughs> I'm talking fucking what big the white time, dude big time, bro. Did to fucking that dude body. So let's uh jump on Sword Art. Oh my god. I think my favorite episode this week was Sword Art. So it started off a little like nice though. Like it everybody is there. Or everybody's coming in. Listen, bro. Oh my god. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> the emotion that I had when they all came in. That that is kind of it almost made me shed a thug tear because I we've been with those characters since the fucking beginning. Day one. That is exactly why, even though people don't like season two, season two is still so important. Seeing and knowing those characters from ALO 
transfer their accounts over and they're gone. Like they're gone forever. But they were willing to do that and they did that shit. And when they showed up, bro, when they showed up, it was so fucking satisfying seeing them come in, do their ALO shit in this world and just destroying <laughs> Americans, go figure. Uh, mm-hmm. But like that shit was wonderful. And then the fight between our and our guy, man. Um, what's his name? Fucking Vega and um, I forget the other guy's uh, name. Beold. Oh, the sword. Yeah. Uh, the, the time slicer. The time slicer, bro. That fight was crazy. So, yeah, that blew my mind. Um, oh. The way he ran into that, everything. Like, so from episode, from this episode, like, he came in on some, like, trash. And we didn't expect him to win this fight. Like, come on, bro. Yo, he like, won, bro. Yo, he did, though. And it was like, we never knew really what his sword did. We saw yeah. him fight. Uh, Kirito and uh, the fuck is his name? Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. We saw him fight Kirito and Yu-Gi-Oh in the other part of this anime, but uh, the other part of this season. But we never really got like a true like sl- like idea of what his sword really did. Mm-hmm. And this time we were like, oh, oh, you really, you really out here cutting time, bro? <laughs> he like cutting time. Like, hey, this is the end of your time, and you done yeah. here. Shout out to Blue Eyes White Dragon too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he saved his life. Saved his life, time. bro. Yo, and then let's like, just talk about the animation on that shit. Sick, man. Come on, bro. Sick. They, they got that SAO budget, bro. I don't understand how there's. N- I was just about to say something crazy. What other show is doing fights like that, bro? Besides Demon Slayer. Yeah. Yo, what? Yeah, bro. The Fate this series, Ufotable and eight was this A one. Yeah, it's A one pictures, bro. Come on, A one. They they own it. They was they own one with this one. This is crazy. Uh, when he was running through the air, like you could see his footsteps on the air when and he's the sound steps. too. The sound, um, right? Um, when they on the ground and like the moment, the moment that blew me away though wasn't even necessarily just specifically like the animation of the right. fight scene. It was more or less like when he was like on death's door. Yes. And you can see, like, he's about to pass out. And it's like, we in his eyes, and he's, like, taking steps. Like, he turns his head, and he's like, it's over there. Yes. And he kind of goes, and he's, like, lumbering and getting ready to fall over. And then Vega pops up. is like, you're up to something. <laughs> like, I'm like, come the fuck on. Give him a break, bro. He getting his ass pulled. Give him a break. <laughs> This show, oh my god! This show does what Fire Force does. It it feels so impact. Every hit in this show feels so impactful, even if they're sla- slashing through like zeros and ones. Like when our regular players are are killing the Americans. Like even still, it feels so like impactful. You can feel each and every fucking cut. And and oh my god, the fights, dude! I, that fight was so good. But when I saw that he had a child. With our girl, I was broken, bro. Broken. That's why she was so, she was on the tent, like, don't view me as just a woman. Yep. I'm a warrior as well. And, you know, she she is. She out here dogging people left Straight and right. Up. Um, pregnant. But, you know, she's pregnant. She's about to bring into a little time slicing world dogger. <laughs> To destroy everything. Oh my um, gosh. Iron Reaver's soul stealer about to come out of that moment. But I think 
the only thing I didn't like about this episode is that I predicted what they were going to say. And I said this on episode one of this this anime. Well, I, was gonna, I said, what if they use the memories of the people who know Kirito? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think I think we all saw that coming out, didn't we? Because what else? Yeah. What other way were they going to write that? I just didn't want that. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, didn't want that. His, his shit is gone. Like it's deleted. That that was the most impactful part in the part one part. Like when he got yeah. deleted, that was pretty much it for us. Like we had no fucking idea because when you get deleted, they talked about that in that last part that you're just done. Yeah. So essentially, we were. It was all said and done. But the only reason he's still there is because he has a physical body. Exactly. So like, how else would you write that? What was the other solutions? I don't know, bro. I'm just salty about it. I wanted them. To you were absolutely right, though. I mean, <laughs> I wanted them to have like some RAM or something. <laughs> <laughs> some hidden RAM, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they ain't never turned their computer off, so it's still there. Yeah, it's still in the RAM somewhere. Or there's a like. I mean, either way, it was either way. It was gonna be exactly what you said, or it was gonna be a piece, a a small little piece because of Yu-Gi-Oh inside Which, of Kirito that's gonna fuck. That was gonna like wake up during obviously. Death's door time. Do do you want to see UGO again? No, I don't need to see UGO again. At all? You don't want to see him? Fuck I no. want to see UGO. I want to see UGO as a sword again. I mean that's yeah, okay, that's fine. Like like I don't want to actually see the character back in the show like necessarily okay. fighting. Yeah. But I want to see UGO as a sword again and like have his presence around. Like because to me, they built up that whole scenario too much. Like that's too important. Of a, of a part of the show for them not to necessarily bring UGO in and they bring in all these other characters. I love the way they ended that because yeah. they, you're right. They built him up for you to be a, a part of his life, literally. Experience, yeah. Yeah. So then they can end it the way they ended it. And that's good. That was the end of his story. And that should be the end of his story. Leave that shit like that. Keep his ass as a sword. Um, keep him, keep his soul in there as being important. Because he's not necessary. he's not needed anymore. He's just like uh, the one chick from um, season two. The sword yeah, he kind of. I think what he really did though, he gave us that that first dose of this is how you break the the game, right? Yes. Like when that when that eye explodes and stuff like that. Yes. He was the first one to do it, at least that we knew of in the show, right? Yeah. Other than because of that edgy ass scene they had. Mm-hmm. Oof. That Which, shit. Yeah, that was, that was yeah, that was harsh. Like, how the fuck is this sword art online that I saw on Adult Swim years ago? Whoop. <laughs> oh, goodness, bro. Yeah. That essay was, was fantastic, man. Amazing. Fantastic. It's just so special. As soon as I, when I tweeted that on our, on our, like, my check waifu Twitter, I literally, like, that was the moment where when they showed all the characters doing their thing, when they showed them, like, looking at Asuna, as she was like running forward, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that shit is special, man. Because they yeah. did, they took their they took their time building all of those characters up too, all of those side characters who were villains in ALO or or enemy to Asuna and Kirito. They still build them up, and yes, it felt it felt good watching them come into this world because again, we knew not they they were gone basically for a season and a half. Two seasons because was Gun Girl was first or second half. Yeah. Te- technically, remember. Gun Girl was season like 
two, right? What like two, two point five? Okay. If you do like the that weird little and intro that they had. Check this out. And people don't like Gun Girl too, but Gun Girl also gave us fucking Vecna. So like, mm-hmm. yo. <laughs> Right. He, he's logging in with his gun girl character. I don't know if you saw on the paper, but that paper was his gun girl villain paper, which was the villain fucking gun girl. I'm like, yo, this shit crazy. This world building is insane. It's about to be dope. Ain't nothing. I, I don't. I don't think no any anime built world building is as good as Sao. They. Like, I mean, they've had season seasons season. to do it, and. Regardless of how people feel about Sao, the seasons that flopped or failed everybody, they just they were there for world but world building, and they did so well in season one in terms of world building that like I I don't have any complaints. Yeah, me either. I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah. All right, man. I guess that's it. That's all of it. A second thicky of an episode. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, about an hour. A little less. Good. A little more. Hour 17, I'm going to guess. We in there. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to hit y'all with the recap. Also, just so y'all know, we got this Mike Check Waifu Waifu anniversary shirt. The beater. Yeah, it looks First clean. of the, uh, the fitness apparel we're going to be having. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm loving it. And I like McDonald's, but no, no copyright. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So we just finished our talk about SAO, how the world is such an amazing world. Like, come on, bro. It's an amazing world. Also, time slicing everything uh, <laughs> re-zero obviously come on man there's so many layers to this story we love every single layer we don't even know where to go with the theories it's just <laughs> right. it's too much going on but it's beautiful right straight up uh fire force what more can we say fire force great animation great sound great storytelling um i'm a stomp <laughs> fire come out of the ground there's just it's, it's a beautiful series and we're excited about more of I mean look, those four in itself if we didn't have to watch week to week we probably wouldn't because I just want to finish it off true we also appreciate y'all for getting to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu because that's going to be our new that's our new segment we appreciate you know just taking that time also we had Alex on the the break with Listless great chill vibes um, my recommendation was Soul Eater because Soul Eater makes me appreciate Fire Force even more. Mm. And it's also better than Fairy Tale. Mm. Um, Polo <laughs> teasing Master Tagiya-san because it's, why not tease so someone fun. with some with some wholesome, reliably entertaining and good anime. Yeah, that's a good way. Then the Misfit of Demon King, an unsung, quiet sleeper of an anime. Bro. We might have to, we're going to have to review that one when it's done. Yeah, straight up. Uh, we also had that Facebook question about how you rank anime. What's a masterpiece and does it go in your top 10? You know, how, how do you put that? Uh, let us know. Text, uh, not text, uh, you know, contact.mikecheckwifewifu.com. Or, yes, sir. Yeah. And then uh, Uzi Kachan. That was Polo's that he said he was going to drop, but he picked it back up. Anyway. I know. I don't know. I don't why. understand this dude sometimes. He I don't know why, bro. <laughs> Lead the judgment of Judy. And then, you know, we had Rent a Girlfriend, which, you know, in the middle of this episode, Connor going to text me and say, Rent a Girlfriend is kind of good. Bro, you better you better listen and and, and catch up. Yeah. Uh, we don't lie. Really good, Rent a Girlfriend <laughs> is great. Uh, then, you know, Poe actually watching and talking about teasing Master Takiya-san. But my teen romantic comedy, Snafu, 
it's another gem. I actually really enjoy this. It's like I said, it's rare that I get into so many slice of life. That's crazy. Uh, Two anime. Yeah, it's, it's I'm I'm about to go ahead and get my slice of life back. I might pick up one more just for y'all since Snafu is done. Pick up climax. But Polo. I've been at Polo Born Fly on all social media. And I am King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social media is at my check waifu and at on Twitter and at my check waifu waifu on Instagram. <sighs> and as always, my check. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.